Hi, this is Augusta Nielsen, Glam from Wigwam. You're listening to and watching CMS TV. It's Great White right here on your classic metal show with Jack Wright, uh, Jack Russell belting out uh, some Zeppelin there, doing his best Robert Plant impression with uh, Babe, I'm going to leave you. So uh, I don't think uh, there's a band out there that does better Zeppelin covers than Jack Russell. What do you think, Chris? Probably not. I mean, he's definitely made a made a little side career out of doing it. Yeah, absolutely. They released a couple albums, uh, Great Zeppelin, which of, of course is the melding of Great White and Led Zeppelin. But mm-hmm. uh, if you you know if you could appreciate uh, tribute or cover albums or whatever the case may be, uh, and you like Zeppelin and you like Great White, a uh, couple of good listens there for you. I'd say. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we're kind of running short on time. So I thought I would wrap up things with just a couple of absurd stories here. All right. (laughs) It's just so stupid. We live in a stupid society, Chris. I know you're well aware of it. Oh yeah, I definitely am. Our, our good friend, Mark Miller, who, uh, is a faithful contributor to the classic metal show. He always sends in articles and so on and so forth. Uh, this is one of those articles that he sent in. Get this, this selfish, greedy bastard. My husband booked himself a seat in business class, but left me and our toddler in the economy for a 14-hour flight, and he lied to me about it. Okay. (laughs) I don't know about you, Chris, and you were married for a quarter century, and you had three children and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. I can only speak for myself. If I had to deal with a wife and child and having to travel by way of plane, especially and deal with all the things that go along with it, it's just like, I think I just kill myself by the way. Yeah. It ain't fun. It is definitely not fun, especially when the kids are little. Yeah. When they're older, you'd say, Hey, sit down, shut up. But you know, when they're little, dude, one of, one of the, one of the worst times I ever had on a plane my daughter was little. It's before my boys were even born. She's probably like two or whatever. And she snatched a wig right off the fucking lady in front of us. Was she a, was she a black lady? Did she have no, a weave? white chick? I was a white chick. Oh, she doesn't have a weave. No, well, maybe she did. I don't know. It was, <laughs> it was a fucking big old clot of hair. She yeah. Fucking yanked right off her head. My daughter was like scrambling to get loose because we were like trying to hold her to keep her right. quiet. Sure. And she just reached forward to this lady and pulled and the fucking hair came off. He was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> so, so what was the end result of that? We handed the hair back. And you know, then, what, then what happened? Nothing. You know, we sat her down. I was like, don't you fucking do that again. <laughs> so did the lady, was the lady able to put her hair back on her head? I guess so. I, you know, honestly, I was fucking mortified. So I, I really wasn't paying that much attention to the lady. I didn't oh, care. 
And where were you going on this trip? Uh, where were we going? Um, I, th- I think we were flying back here. It was when we were living in California. Okay. We were flying back here and, you know, got off the plane and did not look for her to apologize <laughs> once again. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> nice. A mother has sparked outrage. Ooh. <laughs> I, I love I love how the fact how they use the term outrage after so many decades. Outrage. It's outrageous. After revealing how her husband lied and booked economy seats for her and her toddler mm. on their long haul flight while he laps it up in the business class thanks to his company. <laughs> he laps it up. Yeah. Here in that perk. What is he was he licking the the stewardess's pussy. He laps it up. I guess he was, uh, taking to the British parenting site. See, people always got to go to, uh, social media for the court of public opinion. Well, that's where it's most important, right? Taking to the British parenting site, mum set M U M S E mum's net. It's oh, mum's net mum's net. She explained how his work had had paid for him to fly, but she insisted she and her toddler be brought seats in the premium economy. If they were to tag along on the journey, would you take your wife and kid along on a business trip? Never did. Absolutely not. Never did one. I mean, you remember that one year that I was working in Texas the whole year. I, I do. And, you know, I mean, I was flying back and forth to Texas literally every week. You know how many times my wife and kids went with me? Never. Zero. Yes. That was work. I don't have time to entertain you. I got to go fucking work. Well, you have to drag me along with you and your children. And you need to provide for us as well. Yeah. Fucking shut up. Stay (laughs) home. The unidentified woman thought to be from the UK explained that it was Six weeks before the flight that she realized her husband had just booked them an economy seat and it couldn't be changed. <laughs> Look at Phil. Lose. Yeah, even on a holiday trip. Right. She said flying long haul on Friday, a 14 hour uh, trip, uh, going for a week's work, one me and DS to go and tag on, along on a holiday. Phil lose. Yeah. I only agreed to go if DS and I flew premium economy. I only agreed to go if we flew premium economy. Well, that's when she should, he should have said, see, I'm going to blame the guy on this. I'm already seeing where this is going. I blame the guy, not the girl. This fucking pussy, absolute pussy lied, said that she was getting on to fucking premium class or whatever, whatever that is. She fucking, she tried to bully herself on this fucking coward. Didn't have it in him to say, no, if you want to go, you're flying fucking row 51 next to the shitter. <laughs> That's what he should have said. Instead. He said, oh no, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Fully intending to lie, lie to her when she got on the plane. Right. Of course. And she gets on the plane. It's like, I don't know what happened to your yeah, tickets. I know I booked it that way. There must've been a mix up. I'm going to have a word or two right. when, when we land. Right. Get out of here with this bullshit. This coward is fucking, he's got a spotlight on him a million miles away. What a (laughs) bitch. 
Um, I only agreed to go if DS and I flew premium economy as it's a long way. I'll be on my own with the toddler whilst DH is in the business class. Work paid for his ticket. DH uh, said, fine, no problem. Had lots of points to use. Booked the flights. Told me he had booked a premium Six weeks later, I discovered he lied and basically booked the cheapest economy ticket available. No seat reservation option upgrade, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And you know why he did that? Because he flies for a fucking living and he wants those points so that he doesn't have to sit in shitty fucking econo class next to some fat, smelly broad. Right. You know, he wants to fucking be comfortable as he goes to work. Stop being a twat. Oh my God. I hate, I wish this plane would have crashed. That's the only (laughs) fitting ending to this story. I tried ringing airline, but premium economy was fully booked one way. And the other way there's, was a space, but at a cost of uh, $2,000. So I said, no, I didn't think much of it. Just that at check-in, I would be able to choose seats at no point. Has there been an option to select seats, pay to select seats, except at the time of the booking? Anyway, I've tried to check in three days before, and I can only check in at an airport. DS and I have been allocated seats in the middle and the aisle. We are next to each other, which is great, but not ideal. I would have wanted window middle or two seats from the middle bank of the plane, but in an but got an inflatable footrest with the hope that DS can sleep as it's a night flight, but now can't use, but now can't use as we are stuck in the middle in the aisle seats. What an entitled spoiled cunt, right? I didn't get everything the way I want it. This is blasphemy. I I didn't get what I want. I didn't get to choose which seat I wanted. Yeah. I have to sit in the aisle and I wanted the window. Right. Shut it. <laughs> Be happy you got on the plane, you bitch. She expressed her anger, calling her husband selfish and implied that he was thoughtless. She continued, I've got nuts at my D I've got nuts at my DH because I think he's a selfish prick. That was too tight to book a seat reservation when making the booking. Meanwhile, he laps it up in the business class. I've rung the airline, but they said that the seats can't be changed. Look, unless I'm mistaken, (laughs) and I could be, it's been a while since I've been on a flight, but business class is not exactly that much more comfortable than econo class. It's got got a little bit more leg room. That's it. Tiny bit seats might be um, an extra half an inch, a bit larger, maybe not maybe. Yeah. That's what I mean. A half an inch. They're not, it's, it's not like you can go from skinny to fat guy. No, no, no. So it's not like this guy was lapping it up in the, you know, it's not like he had the kind of seat where he could lay down. And they bring him a cocktail while he sits there on his, on his back watching a movie. <laughs> oh, he's sitting, you know, instead of being able to lean back one inch, he can lean back two inches. Exactly. Yeah. Fuck off, bitch. <laughs> um, am I being unreasonable to be annoyed with DH? Yes. 
I you are being, wait a minute, wait a minute. She's being unreasonable. Yes. How is she not being unreasonable? He's on a business trip, which she's glomming onto because she wants a fucking vacation. Right. And, and this fucking poor guy that's probably trying to go and have some kind of business meeting or business dealing or whatever the fuck it is that he does. He's got to worry about his stupid cunt wife and his stupid cunt kid that aren't comfortable on the plane and 14 hours of her sneaking up to business class to complain about it. Right. What a cunt. <laughs> um, it might be an unreasonable to be annoyed with DH to drag to drag him out of business class so he can do his fair share of parenting. Fuck off, stay home. I doubt we can swap halfway through, but did wonder if he could if he could take DS to sleep with him uh, as he will be able to lie down. Is she going to do her fair share of earning on this trip? Right. Because I guarantee you, this guy's going to do all the earning on this trip. Right. So fuck off, you dumb twat. Oh, my God. I'm worried if DS has the middle seat, and if he sleeps, I'll have to wake him up to let the person in the window seat go past. (laughs) People were quick to share their outrage and express their horror. Horror. (laughs) Horror. At her husband's actions, some commenters went on as far to question their marriage. One person responded to the thread on the mum's net and told the original poster, he sounds horrendous. Yeah. Well, a second commented, no way I'd be going. You're assuming too much OP and you're going to be seething with him. Oh, please. Tell me, tell him you're staying at home. You should just stay at home. <laughs> I'm sure he would have had no problem with that. Yeah, and hope he has a nice trip. I'm, I'm pretty sure he'd be happy to go on his own. Trust I'm me. sure. I'm sure. I'm positive he would have rather gone on his own than have this nonsense. Right. If you, you'd go too far across to enjoy yourself, and I'd tell him he can't get his get away with this. Wow, a lot of fucking unmarriable bitches on mum's net. Yeah. Jesus. And a third said of the husband's lie, this just plonked in there as if there was no importance. In my opinion, it's the most important thing you've written. What's his justification for this? Shut it. And why are you the one ringing around and trying to sort this out? Doesn't your husband often treat you with such utter disrespect he's going to work yes oh my god these self-important bitches why are you just glossing over this massive lie i just wouldn't be going wow what a threat wow let me just tell you i was in i was in this exact same marriage yes and threatening not to do something with me was the best threat I could ever get. Yeah. Then don't. That was always, she was like, well, I'm not going to go with you. Okay. See you later. (laughs) That was always my answer. Okay. See you later. Right. As the comments went on, more people said she shouldn't be going on the trip after all. Yeah. She shouldn't have been going in the first fucking place. I agree. Let your man do his job. 
Yeah. How would she feel if she was working as a stripper and he showed up at the club every day? Think she'd like that? Although somehow my hunch is that women that post on mums net are not stripper material. I don't think so. Probably not. <laughs> Someone else asked, what is his excuse for lying straight to your face? I do I agree with that. I wouldn't be going at all in these circumstances. That's right. Phil Luz, Phil Luz, the guy is to blame. He should have never got married. I agree. <laughs> Good you. point, Phil. Good point. Thank you, Phil Luz. <laughs> Another outraged user said. <laughs> they outraged. Are, sure these users are outraged. They were shaking their fist at the <laughs> screen. <laughs> this is so far from anything that I would do to be totally incomprehensible. Wow. You know your own DH best, but I would be questioning my whole marriage of 22 years. <laughs> yeah. He's nothing but a cad. He's a DH, all right, a dickhead. Right. Exactly. <laughs> For the business trip, I might say to him, you go business and get some sleep, DC, and I will be fine in economy. And he'd certainly be asking my opinion. Could you swap halfway through the flight? Maybe. No, I can't. No. I'm enjoying soaking it up up here in the business class. My work didn't even give a shit if you went. So fuck off. I'm sitting where my work fucking assigned me to sit. Yeah. Stay home. Watch the kid do your job. Right. I'll go do my job. You go do your job. Yeah. Just because you wanted a fucking all expenses paid vacation to fucking Australia or wherever the fuck you were going. Right. Shut it. Exactly. Dumb, dumb whore. What a bitch. <laughs> did you get that email I sent you? I did. All right. Were you able to grab any of those photos at all? Yeah. Which one did you grab? Got them both. The teen son and the, um, the, the dick mom. All right. Well, which one would you like to cover first? Let's go with the teen son. All right. <laughs> A teen son accidentally, he accidentally, how did you accidentally do this? He records the moment his dad walks in on him doing his makeup. Oh, how sweet. Well, you're, you're the father of two, two sons. How old are your sons? Almost 30. They'll be 30. Yeah. 30 yeah. next month. So, so they've been around three decades. Mm -hmm. If you walked in and one of your sons still does business with you yeah. in, in your home and the other one is away and he does business with you in the Pittsburgh area, mm -hmm. what would you, what would your reaction be? If you walked in and either one of your sons and he's like putting on makeup and curling his eyelashes and all this, others, what would you do? I don't even know. Thankfully, I don't have to figure that out, but I, I have no idea what I would do. I, I mean, probably vomit. Would you? I would probably throw up. Okay. Well, I don't want to say that I'd shoot him or anything. But well, according to you, you said that when your children acted up mm -hmm. 
you would make them move like bricks. Oh yeah. From like one side of the yard to the other and mm-hmm. you know, do do things manual driveways with spoons and stuff. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So so if you walked in on this abomination mm-hmm. and they were putting on rouge and makeup and curling their eyelashes and things like that. How would a Chris Aiken act? Because I have no children. So yeah. Well, first of all, the makeup and shit would be gone. Right. I mean, you get rid of that first thing. Second thing, you just don't allow it. That's the whole, I mean, that's the whole, this is where the major disconnect with the fucking parents is. Okay. Is, is they're not, there's no parenting involved. You know, where's the, where's the, Hey, sit down, go wash your fucking face and then get on the couch. It's like, and what then, are you doing? yeah. And why are you trying to make your life so much fucking harder than it needs to be? <laughs> that would be my, that, I mean, that's my honest to God thought. If I ever had to deal with this was my thought would be if this is what they truly, truly choose to do, there ain't much I can do about it. Once they turn 18, sure. Absolutely. suck 20 dicks. If that's what you want to do. You know, I can't stop you in a row as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. Once you're an adult, but before you're an adult, you ain't doing it. Not in my house. You're just not doing it. And I know that's bullying today's world, but fuck, fuck you. (laughs) A father's reaction to catching his son putting on makeup is so emotional. Mm. The video was first uploaded by makeup guru. He's a makeup guru. Yeah. Daniel Lemus, L E M U S on uh, July 12th of 20. This is an old story. 2020. Mm-hmm. And it's going viral over a year later. Thanks to Reddit. Great. No matter how much progress is. <laughs> how sweet. Jesus Christ. I I feel like Anthony again. Jesus Christ, son of a bitch. (laughs) Sweet looking kid. Right. No matter how much progress is made, uh, progress means acceptance. Yeah. No matter how much acceptance you have to your kid making his life 40 times harder than it has to be. Right. Go ahead. Members of the LGBTQIA plus community never know how their families will react when they come out to express themselves. Is that, is that what they call that expressing yourself? Guess so. According to the 2018 human rights campaign survey of, of over 12,000 alphabet soup group teens, 77% felt depressed because you're fucking not normal and 70% felt worthless because you're not normal and hopeless. And 77% say they heard family members say negative things about the alphabet soup group. Yeah. You can only imagine how Daniel felt when at 18 year old at 18 years old, he was caught off guard by his dad during a vulnerable moment. makeup in the bedroom if he's 18 fine do what you want to do but fucking beat it yeah do it in your own place right you're 18 now son it's time for you to hit the hit the hit the bricks yeah it's the same look this is the same thing as if 
if your kid was, I don't know, I don't want to say a crime, but if your kid was just, let's just say your kid was super motherfucking annoying, like to where you're, you're just beyond stressed every time you deal with your fucking kid. Right. I don't want to go into crime and all that because that's the easy out for people to say, well, that's a fucking bullshit. You're trying to say that's not normal. So I'm going to leave it as, let's just say he's annoying as fuck. Right. Until he's 18, you got to kind of fucking figure it out and deal with it. I agree. But once this kid turns 18, this kid's 18, go. Yeah. Well, you're on your own, son. Well, that's the way it was in my family because when, when I turned 18 and I went to college, yeah, my dad basically told me, son, you're 18, you're on your own. Yeah. I was at the house 17 and a half. My dad and mom were like, you fucking drug addict piece of shit. Get out to the army. Go. Yeah. I Beat went, it. I went to college. I mean, obviously you went to, uh, the military, mm-hmm. but, uh, my parents were like, you're 18. You're now you're a, you're an adult. Yeah. You know, hit it. Yeah. Get to it. You want to live. And now, I mean, and this is kind of what I'll equate this to was my life was, you know, I was out of control. My parents didn't want to deal with it anymore. They're like, fuck you, beat it. You graduated high school. Go live your life. Go do, go fuck it up if that's what you want to do, but go do it. You know, that, that was kind of what my parents were, were at. They were at their wits end with me. I would be at the same place with my kid. If I walked in and my kid has fucking Madonna fingernails on and, (laughs) and, and these fucking eyelashes and stuff. Okay, cool. Go do, go do you get an apartment, be homeless, whatever the fuck it is. You're 18 now. Go do you. You don't get to do the parts that you want while taking advantage of the parts that I provide when I don't want to provide it for that. I agree. Fuck off. And that's a tough pill to swallow when it's a kid. I would imagine I have no children, but I just remember, you know, when I was that age, my dad was very clear about it. Mm -hmm. It's like, you're, you know, you're at this age. Yeah. Time for you to go. If if I would have been the kid that did what I was supposed to do and I wasn't selling pot and I was going (laughs) to college and I was getting good grades and, you know, my parents would have been fine with me staying there for four or five years until I got my degree. But I was a fucking out of control idiot. I was going to get in trouble. I had been getting in trouble. They were like, move along, son. Like, and I've told the story before I graduated on the first of June. I was in the military on the 10th of June. There you are. There was no window. The only reason there was a window is because the military wouldn't take me on the second. It was, (laughs) he basically had a week. I did. Yep. I had one week. Uh, Lamus was wearing acrylic nails and expertly doing a full face when his dad walked in. Daniel's dad, Louis Lamus, uh, wanted to know what was going on. Jesus Christ, son of a bitch. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The exchange happened in English and Spanish. What are you doing? The father asked. Turn the lights on. Daniel explained he was recording a video for YouTube. The son nervously laughed. I'm going to tell you something, whatever it is that you do. The dad said, 
Dad, don't make me cry. Don't make me cry, Daniel interpreted. <laughs> Whatever it is you, that you do, you'll be okay. I'll be okay with you. We're all okay. I think your friend Dave Landau uh, did a great video with that. We're all okay. Yeah. This is a mess. Wow. I love you, Papa. It makes me so happy. Do it, but do it good. I'm always with you, okay? I'm not going to drop you or anything. You'd be happy. The father held his son tight and showered him. His son, his father showered him with kisses on the. Mm. <laughs> the touching moment was the catalyst for Daniel to come out as Lewis. Do you ever remember a time your dad kissed you? No. I'm trying to think if even when I was a, it probably happened when I was a baby. Right. But never in memory. And, and as an adult, it was all handshakes. Of course. It's all handshakes. Maybe some fist bumping, maybe a pat on the back. Yeah. 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 That would be it. Maybe a hug. Like I, I remember my dad gave me a hug when I graduated high school. I mean, graduated you, military. You got those three good hard pats on the back. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Good job, son. All right. What's next? Now I'm gonna go <laughs> build an engine and shit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I never told my dad that I was gay. Like he didn't know that already. Yeah, I think the um the fingernails and the eyeliner might have told him something. He right. might have figured and, it out. Until that day, I felt like I truly came out to him. Did, did you come out to him? Son, you got a spot on the front of your pants. It's because I just came, Dad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that he are. <laughs> I know that he already knew, but I just felt that I came out to him right then and there when he caught me with makeup on. I just so amazed how this actually turned out, and I'm so grateful to have parents who accepted me, who who I am, just to faggot hey hey language i know language is horrible isn't it yes faggot <coughs> so there you are there so, it is. so the, those of you who have a um very effeminate male child <laughs> i feel for you all right phil that's not right Good Lord. <laughs> I think Phil is in France, right? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. But seriously, looking at that photo and yeah. knowing that you have uh, two twin sons or twin mm-hmm. rather. Yeah. Um, what would your thoughts be? I mean, I mean, seriously, I, I, I can't relate because I don't have any children and that seriously is by design. I was just like, oh, fuck that. I'm not having kids. Fuck that. My first reaction would be to want to beat the fucking gay out of them. I just know that would be my thought, but I okay. wouldn't, I wouldn't do that, but it would be definitely the first thought in my head. I don't know. I'd probably go to the bottle. And just immediately start drinking. All right. 
All right. I, I just got to take your word for it. I can't I, relate because seriously, way yeah. back when I was in my twenties, I was just like, there is no way that I am going to have children or deal with this bullshit. Yeah. No way. See, you, you know what the weird thing is? And I'll, I'll admit this, which is really odd, but I would have been the more tolerant of the two of us. Okay. My ex-wife, and I'll give her the credit where credit's due there. Her with that hardcore fucking churchy bullshit that she was riding on. Yes. She would have never gone for this. She might have come at him with a ball bat or a rake or a hammer or something. A rake. Or something, I don't know. Whatever. A rake. Scrape <laughs> that fucking shit off their face with a rake. <laughs> All right. She would have been, a, I would have probably had to calm her down. Right. She would have lost her shit where my answer would be like, he's 18. He can suck whatever he wants to suck. Right. You know, that would have been my answer. Kind of. I, I mean, I know that I would have been furious at first, but I probably would have settled into hey, do whatever the fuck you want to do. Well, well, I think your answer would have been, you know, you're 18. You yeah. can suck whatever you want to suck but not under my roof. Pat. Exactly. Well, that's exactly it. And that's the whole thing. It's just mm -hmm. like, yeah, you could do what you want, but you can't live here anymore. Yeah. It's like, you know, I, I mean, I have family members that are gay and into this whole weird transy world <laughs> thing. Okay. And you know, it's cool with me because it doesn't affect me. I don't have to, you know, it doesn't affect me. So as far as I'm concerned, do whatever you want. Do you, I don't give a fuck, but don't, don't ask me to come out and fucking join you in the March. Right. Cause I'm not going to be the one in the March going, yeah, go. I'm not, I'm not that guy, but it's like, go ahead, do whatever the fuck you want to do. All right. That's how I feel about everybody. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. Just don't bring it to me. Yeah. I don't have to love it. I don't have to support it. I can hate it and still tolerate it. And that's what I do. And it's never going to change. No matter how much you tell me that it's what people do, I'm never going to tolerate it. Right. Or I will tolerate it, but I will never be like pro it. <laughs> sure. Never. Fuck that. You, Dumb. You, I, you know, I, and I'm the same way. It's just like, go do what you want to do, but doesn't affect me. Yeah. Just don't come to me to try and make me. When you know I'm not down with it, don't try to find a way to get me to say that I am. Right. Just accept that I don't accept it, but I'll tolerate it. I'll let you work at my place or whatever. I won't leave a restaurant because some gay dude is fucking eating at the next table. But at the same time, I'm not going to share a loaf of bread with him either. Do you. I'll do me. You know, and that's how it should, to me, that's how it should be. I agree. But anyway. Oof. All right. One last story. And we'll get out of here. All right. So a mom calls out an official for confiscating her 11 year olds inappropriate drawings. <laughs> uh, Sierra Carter received a surprise phone call from her daughter's elementary school. The fifth grader had drawn a quote unquote inappropriate picture in the class. The drawing is a pink P 
pig with a necktie in the shape of what could be interpreted as male genitalia. So his his tie looks like a dick. Dick and balls. How old is this kid? Eleven. Oh, come on. It's not a dick pig. I mean, Jesus Christ, come on. It's a it's a pig with a tie on. Yeah. I mean, all right. You're the perv. No, nobody nobody looked at the go. That pig is wearing a dick and ball tie. Well, I'm sure everybody looked at it and thought that, but then you gotta think this is a fucking eleven year old kid. Right. This 11-year-old kid, I'm hoping, doesn't know a whole lot about cocks. Exactly. The drawing, a pink pig with a necktie in the shape of what could be interpreted as male genitalia, was brought to the teacher's attention by a classmate who informed them that Carter's daughters drew, quote-unquote, boy parts on a pig here's the real question why is the pig wearing a tie who knows why does porky pig wear pants or a shirt (laughs) the 11 year old according to her mom told the teacher that she just drew a bow tie but not boy parts (laughs) it's a pig with a cock and ball under his chin yeah. Uh, well, according to the kid in her classroom, that's exactly what she drew. Phil Ooze, callback of the year. <laughs> Jan Terry. Jan Terry. <laughs> yeah. Favorite of Marilyn Manson, wasn't it? Holy smokes. A Jan Terry callback. Right. That's fucking awesome. Right. <laughs> The teacher told her, I'm going to, now here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. The teacher told her, quote unquote, I am going to have to give the, to the principal and ask him how he wants to handle it. Why didn't the teacher just go, you know, it's a non, uh, non issue. Yeah. And just forget about it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put the hundred percent blame on this teacher for going, Oh, well, you know, this looks like a dick pic. I'm going to have to report this immediately. What do you think's going on on her phone? Yeah. She's got something going on. She's, she's hiding something. Yeah. I'm I'm sure this isn't the first dick pic she's seen lately. But the thing is, is here's a teacher who's in charge of children. And she's, I'm, I'm going to have to report this. I'm just going to have to report this. See, I, I'm going to disagree with you here and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because all that needs to happen is some fucking kid tells their mom. Right. That it was seen and that the teacher didn't do anything about it. Next thing you know, they're bringing her up on charges of fucking, you know, doing well, bullshit with a kid. You- yeah, why didn't you tell us about this? It's mm-hmm. like I didn't think it was any kind of a big yeah. deal, and it's just like, well, why wasn't it a big deal? Yeah. That was offensive. Yeah, and, and but I guarantee you, that's why she went to the yeah. principal and, with this. Everybody is running scared all the time. Mm-hmm. Always scared. Yeah. Everyone's so fe- just fearful for their jobs and their 
their livelihood and everything. Yeah. It's just like, uh, well, I can't, I can't just let this pass. Yeah. Well, and, and I mean, the, the real problem is that, that the principals always take the fucking side against the teacher. I would agree. When we were kids, do you ever remember a time? Oh, dude, if, if you were, if you heard that you were going down to the principal, you knew you were fucked. Right. There was no talking your way out of it. There was no, well, principal so-and-so, this is what the teacher said. No, there was teacher said you're being an asshole. Crack. You know, that was it. Yeah. But every, everyone is so afraid these days. Mm -hmm. The teacher told her, I'm going to have to give this to the principal and ask him how he wants to handle it, which she did. And Carter tells uh, the media they didn't even talk to my daughter. They didn't even try to investigate it at all. Nothing. The principal just said to write her up. This was on Friday. On the following Tuesday, Carter met with the school's vice principal, a social worker, and her daughter discussed the drawing. That was when I saw for the first time, and I was beside myself. This is very much a bow tie. Attached to the drawing, Carter alleges was stapled a piece of paper describing the various ways her daughter had reacted to the teacher when when pressed about the drawing. Oh, please. Carter says she was told that the photo and his attached paper was going to her daughter's student file. Ooh. This is going in your file, mister. Yeah. At the request of the school's principal. I said, I would like to discuss this with him as well. Shrew calls saying at the meeting. So somebody went and got him and he came in. I pointed to the drawing right away and I said to him, I'm not quite sure what's wrong with this. This is just a bow tie. And he argued with me. He goes, well, bow ties have a bow. I'm like, well, she's 11. And when she's drawing a bow tie to her, this is her interpretation of yeah. that. And I was like, this is very clearly a bow tie. I feel like an adult going along the way that should have, let's see. I feel like every adult going that way should have shot this down. She says they should have looked at it and should have at least asked her, what is this? What did you draw? And then she said, it's a bow tie. And then that's the end of it. Yeah, this is a dumb story. The it fucking is. principal, I, I get why she took it to the fucking, why she took it to the principal. But you know what? That, that's when they say, all right, throw this away. Yeah. You know, at this point, just throw it away. Put a B in the grade book and throw that fucking pa paper away. Yeah. Don't just, know what happened to it. Gone. Right. You can't just sit there and assume or ostracize a child for something like that because one boy thinks it's something that the word, uh, that it's something that's the word you're going to take. When she got home at night, Carter took, now here, here's the problem. When she got home that night, Carter took to TikTok. Oh, well, good. That's a good place to fucking not uh, traumatize your kid. Yeah. Court of public opinion. Yeah. To vent about the situation in the video that since has garnered over 600,000 views. Look at me. I got 600,000 views on yeah. them. Mm -hmm. Many of which were from concerned parents raising a debate about whether the school's actions were befitting of the alleged offense. 
The social worker could have stopped the issue in seconds. It's so shameful. The adults have their heads in the gutter when comment read. Wow. Teachers here, bow tie. What would have, what would have had to show my fellow teachers because it's cute and funny. Nothing more. <laughs> well, they're not wrong that it is nothing more, but I mean, in today's world, you have to fucking protect the, you know, I, again, the te- what should have happened was the principal should have just taken this thing, fucking tore it up, throw it away. End of discussion. That's hey, it. Mrs. So-and-so put a B in the book for that one. But that's it. But everything, everything is in, in this goes back to a subject we talked about earlier tonight. Everything is so litigious. Mm-hmm. I'm suing. I'm suing. Well, you know. And that, and that's the problem we live in today. It's just like, you, you look at that. I look at that and we go, eh, this is like nothing. Yeah. It's not a huge deal. Yeah. What are you making a big deal about? And then all of a sudden becomes a full blown issue. And it's just like, why are you making a big deal about this? Mm-hmm. Why? What's the big deal? Mm-hmm. Well, because it's offensive to me. No, it's dumb. Just dumb. So an 11 year old kid can't even just draw a crayon drawing in class without somebody going, what are you doing there? Oh oh my God. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, Jesus Christ. Holy Mm -hmm. shit. And then they wonder why these kids are all fucked up and stressed. Of course. Mm -hmm. It's fucked up. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, it's going to wrap up another edition of the classic metal show. And we appreciate everybody who's tuned in and listened to the show. We want to thank our good friend Jericho green for popping in and checking in with us and reviewing that horrible movie. It's a, it's a nightmare that you don't have to relive Chris. (laughs) Thank God you people. That's right. Terrible. It's terrible. If you haven't seen it on Netflix, it's on Netflix. But if you don't want to torture yourself and you haven't watched it, uh, just don't. Yeah, just skip. It's garbage. But uh, anyway, we appreciate everybody who's tuned in and uh, listened to our nonsense every week. And we'll be back next Saturday. We'll do it all over again. So uh, I will let you pick a closing track. So what do you think we should play? I'm going to go with... um with a, an old band, um, an old band that we were friends with and they seemingly are done brand new sin. Really? Um, okay. yeah, they're from upper state, New York, right? Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Somewhere like Syracuse or somewhere. And, uh, the song is called Reaper man from the album tequila. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, Reaper man, huh? Mm-hmm. All right. Let's see. Oh, there it is. Tequila. Yep. And blah blah blah. Where is it? Oh, there it is. Now, how did you come up on that song? Uh just came up in a playlist during the week when I was working. All right. There I just kind of have playlists going all the time. And when I hear something, I'm like, oh, I haven't heard that in a while. And then I just write it down. They were kind of kind of almost black label society-ish. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we've had them on our show a few times and, yeah. you know, they're pretty good, pretty solid band. Yep. Liked them, but they went away. 
All right. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. We'll be back next Saturday night. We'll leave you with some brand new sins. So until next Saturday, this is Neely along with my very good friend, Chris Egan. And we're gone. Bye, kids. We'll see you. Thanks for checking out this episode of The Classic Metal Show. Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. <laughs> <laughs>